Hell Let Loose is coming out of early access on July 27th. Digi and I are going to go ahead and go through their first roadmap, which introduced early access. Give them a report card, see what, what maybe get an A, what maybe they got an F. And we're getting back Johnny Gunner to talk about bullets, specifically real life examples. He's going to be uh, showing those to us. We got this and more on episode 14 of Hell Let's Talk. And we are here, Father's Day, PTE number three done, a finally a good dev brief. Uh, dude, mm -hmm. lots of, a lot, Digi. <laughs> it's content packed. I mean, as always, these shows are making, the devs make it easy, the community makes it easy. We've always got content rolling out the door. Stick around at the very end. We'll have another bonus clip of another winning video from the, the video contest. Um, again, really packed show. But welcome in, Sean made it to 14 so you know i got my four roses bourbon in my coffee and i'm ready to go uh, <laughs> i actually other news is we've got six weeks until update 10 and that's indeed. a lot to get hyped for in those little short weeks but uh we are getting out of early access man what does that mean indeed. to you uh well you know i, I was gonna say last episode like last couple episodes we kind of like man the dev briefs just haven't had a, had a lot of meat on the bones we're looking for something and then boom early access drop mm -hmm. boom new maps drop nerf pte are just coming so uh whatever we had planned for the show just got scratched after that like, one yeah. uh but uh no what, what didn't get scratched uh was uh me opening up the bottle of uh this not sold in stores tennessee whiskey uh so uh yeah we're, we're gonna go straight to uh, jack daniels today on father's day like mm -hmm. nothing else JD. cheers to all the fathers out there cheers to you fathers so, John, or, uh, Digi, I was about to call you Johnny. We were pre-game <laughs> show. Johnny was just, we were going at it. So, Digi. Uh, we were having a good chat. But, <laughs> yeah, like you said, we've got Johnny Gunner in the back seat here. He's going to be coming in with a really good segment on bullets, rifles. He's got, he made a big purchase, and he's really excited to show it. So, I can't wait to see it and what he has to say about that. But what do we have news-wise? We got PTE number three has been released. It went live on June 16th. I myself got to get in a little bit of the Russian action. I know Inchun was there with me. We were scouting out the new maps, Stalingrad, all the new weapons that the, the Russians have. Even the revive is kind of funky in the, in the Russians version. You don't get a, a methamphetamine uh, pill drop or a morphine <laughs> shot. You just get hands that kind of come in and touch it around and you're back up and running. That's how the or Russians the do. Yeah, that was interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so but, that was a, a lot of fun stuff to come through um te tweaks testing highlighting armor but i mean really it was about those maps uh that really came through played a little bit of the new saint marie dumont am i saying that right it was the saint marie dumont map correct. and uh wow totally changed i mean that whole engagement system they've got there i only got to play like the small bottom right half and then we won um but I mean, it's just a, it's incredible rework. I'd call it a whole new map. Um, I don't know what they were going to do with the old map. I hope maybe that stays in somewhat of a rotation because it is, it's like, you know, you've got it's maybe good. an option there. It's, it's good. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I think, uh, you know, we, you, you talked about a whole new map. I mean, they, they straight up just shifted it. And what I got shown mm -hmm. on the screen right now is the TAC map. 
uh, which, uh, thank goodness, St. Marie Dumont is finally a strong point. It's, it's actually in the game. The, the, the towns have actually been focal <laughs> and centered on, on this map. And it actually, you will engage through that beautiful church tower and play play area. They did lock in some doors, so not as many open buildings in that churchyard area. But uh, yeah, definitely more urban engagements. Um, you're going to get a lot more CQB close quarter combat out of that uh, out of that fighting area. I mean, yep. this debrief went through. Was dropped June 11th, and other than the maps, they had their future game show announcement and the release date announcement that came with that. So the future game show was on the 13th, and uh, Max was able to announce the date. Hell Let Loose was leaving early access. Yep, no, Crazy that was stuff. that was that was good. Uh, go, I want to take us back to St. Marie Dumont. I mean, yeah. I, I think some of these uh, points. Uh, Winner's Landing is in the top left corner now of the mm -hmm. map. And if you actually follow it, I think we're actually going to kind of get to be like, I know I'm waiting for when it's Winter's Landing, throwing up to Brer Court Manor, like it's going to be Band yeah. of Brothers episode <laughs> we're, two. We're, <laughs> we're, we're living the Band of Brothers, man. Curry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So three miles up, three miles down. But I, I want to show this that kind of rotates the map. So if you look at the image behind the kind of solid image. Mm -hmm transpose the new image on top of it reddit had a great time with this everybody was going out mm -hmm. and you can see that it's actually kind of shifted a little bit uh clockwise disadvantage of this you're now going to be left a little bit more of a uh map north versus compass north it is going to be skewed so those calls could be a little bit changed but they really mm -hmm. brought in uh a lot of new area with this one uh good next slide here a little uh video that uh sergeant miras from the train camp put together here which actually overlays old map, new map, and the satellite uh, photography. And you can see, I mean, the roads lining up, the cities coming together. Uh, I think they, they did a great job with this one. Those parcels haven't changed in almost 80 years, man. <laughs> those farmers, <laughs> those are generational farms right there. Yeah. But uh, some things you mentioned, you and me got in there, and I know we were running through on a squad and just talking back and forth and just kind of mm -hmm. brainstorming for this episode. Uh, one of the things I want to highlight, and then Digi, I'm going to say it to you. Um, mm -hmm. If you go back to this tack map, especially the midpoints they are all like centrally located i mean yeah there's mm -hmm. some variation but goodbye thank god goodbye town outskirts as for the germans you know <laughs> and if you really look at each sector each of the five different sectors here there's really only two strong points that maybe favor one side or the other so uh definitely mm -hmm. i see a conscious decision to make the strong points more balanced if you listen to our last show with heidegger that was a main issue with kind of the meta uh was just the strong point imbalance uh this obviously they heard that they've been hearing this they're making implementations what was some of the other highlights that you had there digi yes for highlights like i mean again the lawnmowers went to town and the, the grass has been shrunk so you're not going to see as much foliage as have been dropped in the recent updates and one thing i noticed in the pte playthrough is the foliage actually offers cover i was noticing in the grain fields uh there's no more the prone play where you can see 20 meters past from your prone position in the wheat field everything's getting sucked to the ground uh it's actually serving a purpose and but it's not overbooting uh your optimization i run a 2060 super on this map i was pulling around 60 frames and it'll vary for every person but it was holding steady for me for the most part um, on this new map update and then yeah, the grass was just significantly reduced the other thing i saw was yeah again closer engagements we're working through cities working through towns um you know the cover is really well built and like a maze and you know your engagements come around a corner as opposed to across a field goodbye fields <laughs> for this <laughs> so i never liked that point but i'm glad it's you know it's been revamped yep. um 
again, performance, it will depend on the rig, depend on the settings, depend on the little tweaks you, you've done. But uh, I, I thought it was pretty high for, for what I've, I've typically seen. Um, and yeah, a lot of the people in there, they weren't really talking too much to the optimization. I was just running the graphic and my latency was pretty on point. I don't know what you were running. You've yeah. got your, your 1080 and you were my 10, to my get 1080 Ti still going strong. But, you know, it's funny because like, Playing on the PTE, half of it was just like running around to different people, you know, like, like, yeah. hey, wh- how's your performance going? I need to know this. Don't worry. You know, I, I put a show that no one watches on <laughs> for this. But yeah. I, I think for the most part, a lot of people saw good performance, if not better than what they were getting on previous maps, especially with mm-hmm. how much um, uh, objects were on this one, uh, that the performance well, was doing pretty good. We got a lot of pros. Do you have a con per se on this map? Like again, yeah. my con would just be, you know, again, it's it's open up those outer spaces. But again, I didn't really have much negative to say for what I've seen of it. I'll have to yeah, play this and, a little bit more. And it's really hard for me to kind of bash on a map outside of the, the huge things after just one playthrough. Mm-hmm. I will say I was happy to get back into the town of St. Marie Dumont and fight in there. However, it felt definitely more corridored or uh, not as free flowing as like we would say like hospice on St. Marie Iglesias or mm-hmm. chapel. There was a couple points where I actually found myself fighting into an area and then got into a dead end. And that's just something I'm not used to in the game. It was kind of shocking that it didn't open up into a building door. So I'd like to see that town opened up a bit more and not just be focused on kind of those crossroads as the main uh, avenues. Um, but I think that's the slight adjustments that I can make pretty quickly. Definitely saw that in St. Marie Dumont itself, like around that church, there's a lot of closed buildings that were previously open. Um, and now, yeah, you've got a little bit of the rat tunneling going and, you know, you got to clear out a pathway through this designated area and it's not as, as open urban fighting, but it definitely makes like, so. But with everything well, on the PT, it's not final yet. So who exactly. knows? But exactly. there was one other map and it did you, you brought this up Stalingrad. Oh my God! The dreary, gloomy. Uh, oh, it's just so uniquely in its own class uh, from the other maps we played uh, in this game to date. But Stalingrad, wow! What can I say? It is just amazing in its sense of like just changing the whole perspective of how we're going to approach and make a map for these dev this dev team. I think it's uh, really in its own class of what it's like, how it's constructed. It really gives a good eerie sense of like the the horror of Stalingrad. You got your armor uh, complexity. There's a lot of good open ground coverage. There's a lot of rubble to hide within. I found myself scanning every rubble pile because it was like I didn't know where I was getting shot from because there's a lot of places to uh, nook and cranny yourself into to get that nice line of sight on the advancing. We played offensive mode and, you know, it was basically I was on the offensive side and I, <laughs> I was nervous every five steps. I died a lot more on that map than I have in previous, but it'll take some time to get used to. Um, again, really credit to our writing team back in episode two. Again, this mm-hmm. was, we didn't start too long. It's crazy. We're already at episode 14, but that show on January 3rd, we kind of had a bold prediction <laughs> that Stalingrad was based on the debrief 108 and it was going to be one of the new Eastern front maps. And yeah, sure enough, we're happy to see that we can guess some things <laughs> right on this show. So <laughs> credit, credit, credit to Dash and Walking, because what, what you have up on the screen right now, obviously, everybody's like Happy New Year. This was yeah. the image that they put out for the Happy New Year and Dash and Walking on uh, like zoned in on that trolley, the power lines and said it's stalling. Right? We made that bold. Yeah. Go back, check some that out. Uh, house action. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> But uh, I also want to give credit uh, to uh, Pelican Pal on Reddit. Uh, spent some time looking at over uh, after being in the PTE, 
look at some different maps. Uh, we'll have the link to the Reddit post. It's a little hard to see this on the screen right now, but actually finding out what specific part of Stalingrad they think they were using for the satellite imagery coming off that Western River, a little bit more on the uh, middle the south Volga. part. Yeah, yeah, southern part there. Uh, so I think that gave a good perspective. But you talked about the feel and the rubble on this, and I think the mm-hmm. debris. This was a good uh, image they did. Um, I mean, it's it's kind of it was hard to describe to people because it was like it's open, but it's nook and crannies. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you know you, you you get real dense, but at the same time, like, oh man, a good armor squad could really do wonders on this map if it's playing it right. Uh, it's it, it's it's complex, but it's simple, and it's really it's just you got to play it to really get an understanding. And we need to obviously play it more. We were playing offensive mode. I thought it was really cool. I, I was getting my enemy at the gates theme on, rushing up the banks of the Volga River. You know, it, it's really cool in the background. You see like some boats uh, just in the in the in the river oh, yeah. itself, like the crossing. No, you get the rifle, you get the ammo, of course, but. It was it was a really fun warm up to what this um, this map will hold for us. And I can't wait to play it some more. Um, really figure out, well, where do I need to be and what do I need to be doing at this given time? Because I'm sure it's going to play entirely different than everything else. Um, the other key highlights, um, we have Pavlov's house. Yeah, it's it's crazy. You know, you get in there, you see the br- bright yellow buildings in the image here. Um, Pavlov's house, just multiple tiers. I mean, it's the first time I've, I've seen like a building that actually goes up a couple stories and wide um, and very wide. wide. Yeah. Uh, there was a lot of bold rushes that were just, you know, we were getting shot just cause we couldn't quite look up and <laughs> see what we were getting hit by. But I mean, it was a lot of fun. And I think that, uh, that CQB that can happen in the buildings there is just going to be amazing little engagements. Um, other things to note, it's definitely again, darker more depressing um really uh, sets yeah. the eerie tone i put that in the show notes i put that in the show notes i was gonna say i got i got like i was hyped <laughs> up i was like stolen crowd let's go and then i get done with the battle i'm just like war is hell this is yeah, yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> so into that note and we only played on offensive who knows if they changed the lighting for the warfare game mode but um yeah like it's harder to spot the enemy as we're saying with these nooks and crannies like i was like looking at a time i'm like is that a German soldier? I can't even tell. Like the gray, you know, the <laughs> uniform is blending in so well in the shadows. So the yeah. camouflage aspect was really in play on this map. And you really had to take your time, concentrate. OK, if I was them and I'm trying to hold this point, where would I be? And it really made you think a lot better than other maps. And I think it's just that new map mentality. I was just anxious to get in there and try and start to learn new stuff. And like, where do I need to be to see this spot? And what are the key chokeholds uh, points? And, you know, again, you're not going to get that in one playthrough on a PTE. So I'm excited. Yeah. I thought it was I, a really good I, map. What's, I'm excited what's for the overall? Com- well, I'm excited for the competitive community on, the, on both mm. of these maps and see what they're doing. Uh, there actually is registration going on right now for the Summer Cup, put up by 91st, if I remember correctly. Apologize if I got that wrong. Uh, registration is going on right now for 50 v 50 during the summer. I think that's going to be great. I can't wait to see these maps. But um, besides the maps, the PT also had, obviously, testing different changes. Um, offensive mode, one big thing we kind of noticed, once again, none of this is official. This is not you know, set in stone, any of this. Uh, so uh, <laughs> keep the freak outs to a minimum. But uh, offensive mode changed to one point cap at a time per sector instead of two. Still the same 30 minutes. Um, I like Maybe I like to see that reduced to 20 minutes per one point, but it definitely made the focus a little bit clearer. Uh, um, other change I think everybody noticed uh, was the outposts. <laughs> Were little, little micro outposts? You know, shrank down, had a little sheen to it. Um, obviously there's going to be no more 
I, I, this is to me almost like a developer, you know, like, oh, you really wanted us to make the outpost balance? You're tired of the German antenna? It's fine. Everything gets, you know, Legoed down to miniature outposts. Um, I, I, to me, I think uh, uh, if, I, if, I, if I had the developers here, don't listen to all the community. Just just leave outposts alone. We had confidence last PT. There were some outpost changes. They didn't move it. Uh, I think keep the outposts the same, especially that mm-hmm. that that enjoyment of spotting an outpost and calling it out as opposed to just stumbling over it because you won't be able to see these things. <laughs> it's it's like, yeah, that lunchbox, man. Like, it's this tiny. Yeah, it's just like, and it was funny like because hip, I'm hip height. Yeah, it was so funny. The first time I was running by, I was like, oh, I got an OP. And then I was just like, man, I really thought I would have seen something like that. I didn't realize how small the OPs were. Uh, and then you see that I, little I was, I was loving the uh, garrisons for the Russians. It's just a... a- <laughs> rough sawn table like it was really cool like whoever was doing the artwork on the on the russian garrison design like really props to you dev because like it looks awesome yeah but yeah um, ops eh, we can kind of we'll talk about that leave mess with garrisons leave our ops alone this is give yeah. us something here they're fine they're fine um but the last thing and i don't think a lot of people caught up on this and i want to yeah, put this out people uh is they added additional 30 seconds to the warm-up period which huge huge because this is why it's huge is we all know going back to the imbalance the last episode all these things wrong with the meta what leads to the strong point or the middle point importance is somewhat randomness by where the transport truck and where the supply truck is now with that extra 30 seconds the commander can spawn a transport and supply truck at the 90 second mark they could have already done that but 30 seconds wasn't enough to allow it to get to the uh, barrier zone, the red zone that holds it back. Now, with that extra 30, you can spawn a transport truck at any one of those three, immediately follow it up with a supply truck, and now get two trucks going to where you want it. So I, I think that's really going to help some of that RNG factor be reduced. So mm-hmm. that was my take overall on PT3. But uh, the other news, as you said, Digi, was coming out, coming out and early access. Yeah, it came out in the game show there that they were a part of, uh, but uh, we had a release, a separate, not dev brief like, but June 14th on the Monday, leaving early access July 27th and the Eastern Front teaser uh, was the clip. So came in with a really cool video clip of what's the show out the Russian way. And then honestly, leaving early access was the big big message so max himself came in and just like hey everybody we're excited to announce we will be leaving early access and we're gonna go on a little bit later in the show on the breakdown of the early access promises and i can't wait for that but wow we've we've made it this far we're actually at the official opening the grand opening of the game um as an official format uh, you know it's been a long <laughs> time coming so That'll come with the, uh, of course, the update 10. So we're talking T minus six weeks um, with update 10 coming in, and there'll be a lot of other foundational elements that come on with that. So we're really excited to see what that brings. Um, But again, Max said he started this project 2015 as a hobby. And since then, they've expanded. They brought in other additional organizations to the cause. And, you know, from an independent development team to come out and publish their first big game like that. I think that's amazing. So thank you, devs, for working hard and listen to our banter. Um, And really just happy to see that this game is getting its final official release. But uh, why leave early access? Yeah, is this is nice words before we tear them apart. Why <laughs> this comes from a place access? of love. <laughs> yeah, from a place of love. Uh, but I mean, it's it the infrastructure overhauls from update 10 um, from their version prior to Kickstarter um, core offering 
maps, roles, vehicles, commander abilities. Um, additional staff have been hired since that 2015 date. But I mean, I think they answered some anticipated questions that basically said nothing will be changing. It's just a milestone reach. If you want to approach it like that, we're just it's the time to finally drop it. It's like here we've we've been pulling it through. In fact, I think the wording was within 12 years or sorry, 12 months is all they wanted to do of early access. And, you know, it's time. It's yeah. time. So, well, and I, I think I think some of those words were a little bit. I don't want to say fluffy, you know, it, it couldn't mm. get tangible. So I actually wanted for this episode outside, just take things on the search. Of all, I want to get us to some tangibles. And for that, uh, one of the best ways to start was actually to go back to their first early access roadmap. The ones that they initially, mm -hmm. you know, initiated, uh, initiated early access with. Now there's been others that have come out that, you know, said, Hey, melee and things of that nature. But I really want to mm -hmm. focus on this one. The very kind first, of, the very first one. And uh, use this to kind of create a report card where early access is. Obviously, there's community, other content creators have had their take, but mm -hmm. I want to see what the developers thought their first goal was and where we're at now. One of the first things that stand out to me that we won't necessarily put on the report card is currently we have a 12 month schedule for the early access period. Yeah. Well, yeah. early access came out June 6, 2019, and well, like any other project you run, it's probably behind schedule to the point of uh, a little bit, you know, not 12 months, but yeah, maybe a little bit more. About I don't even remember 20. I don't even remember 2020, <laughs> man. That was a whack year. So yeah, I think we can COVID. give me extra. Give yeah, he threw a little things out of little, little, little schedule changes there. But yep. uh, yeah, 12 months was the initial tendering. And these are what they were hoping to achieve in that 12 month time. And of course, there's been updated romance uh, and more yeah. stuff has been added since. So, so 15 things we're going to go over here, Digi and I, uh, plus we added five that we think is going to be key and you have it down here on this tier listing. Uh, mm -hmm. So Digi and I are going to go by, go through this. Uh, this is going to be available on the show. So if you disagree with what our final, uh, you know, uh, what our hot are. take might not be yeah. with your hot take you were going to give this uh this little tool and it's really i i don't know what's uh what's the website but it's very applicable, very easy to modify exactly yeah. and you could you could modify and tweak these and we'd love to see that we're going to put this show up on reddit of course and go ahead and post an image of what you guys think uh these tiers will be uh distributed as so i just want to break down alphabetically we're going to start with the First big promise uh, was advanced movement. Um, and this is in the sense of like players movement and functionality, their visual fluidity. So think like vaulting, you know, oh, that remember was huge. back in the day, you couldn't oh. like, you'd have to get up and over <laughs> and now it's just in one smooth pass. Yeah. This in this basis, like advanced movement for what is currently there. I think there's, there's some technical aspects and I've been reading some really good posts. Like, you know, like what if we could have like the, pop over and adjustable uh, movements. So I put this in my own head as advanced movements. It's a B. I mean, there's more, I think, that needs to be added. But what they have made the changes to, it's a lot less blocky than uh, where we were when everybody was running to the point and there was no vehicles right back in the day. You really didn't have any comfort in the motions. It was yeah. really kind of like eh, 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 and you're over. Um, so I think there's little changes like that. And just kind of the jump sequences have been a lot. They've been smoothed out quite a bit. So, so you're, as you're far as the main moves, I, both, I go with a B. You go a B. With B. I'm going to go with an A because actually I, I think especially for an early access game, I'm going to bring in the point that I don't know if I've legitimately been stuck on any geometry in the last six, nine months. <laughs> 
in the game. Oh, wow, uh, you're not going. You're not going as crazy. I've been stuck in some places. Buddy. Okay, I've okay. been stuck in some places. <laughs> you can vault into being stuck in some areas. Yeah. So. Especially was that point on south, uh, south of Hospice, right by the ground. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's one. Okay, well, I'm good with that. Let's go ahead. We'll mark that up here as a B. We'll give advanced movement as a B. Uh, definitely, you know, nothing that's breaking the game. No one's moving. No. Uh, feels feels mature. Mature on that. That's that's a good passing. A B is an A. You know, it's yeah. pretty much there. I mean, in the essence, like a little tweaks and tweaks. Like I like the idea of yeah, if you're behind cover, you actually match up to cover of height you're in you know that way you're not just standing full body up and you know only your shins are protected uh, but if you're crouched you know you actually kind of get in and then your rifles up maybe rest the gun barrel on the cover just those little advanced tweaks so i, I think that. you're pretty good that. you're okay. they're pretty good next up but in the next one we've got animations uh alphabetically um so yeah your animations just kind of how everything's flowing through like where are we at um as far as like is it are we moving like humans or are we moving like a robot um, digitized so what what would you think Inchon, for animations and how this game has functioned up to this point okay so i'm gonna i'm gonna throw this one out here dude i love the body parts being strewn mm -hmm. about i love the gore i love the you know stuff um as far and we're gonna break there's one down here called visual effects so let's mm -hmm. let's kind of keep that separate i actually think the animations for the most part are are good you know when someone's crouching they're 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 uh you can see them crouch um, I, I, I don't see any, like, it's really hard for me to knock any animations and I can tell like ways that I can get immersed by them. So I actually put animations at an A, at least as far as infantry goes, vehicles, there's a whole lot of stuff to package in vehicles. I'll hold that one to the vehicle topic, but I'm I think I a. saw a, a Panzer, uh, tank flying through the air and that animation, <laughs> I was the airborne uh, tank, uh, animation was a little weird, but yeah, I agree hundred percent. I think the infantry, you know, it doesn't look super funny. People running and walking, it doesn't look like an unnatural positioning. So a lot of care has been put into that. I'd be happy with animations at an A. Yep. All right. Next up. We got, and this one's always constantly evolving and updating. There was a lot of big updates uh, to this, but audio improvements, um, the bang, bang, the clack, clack, and the grenades going off, uh, you know, big booms from the artillery constantly being updated. But I mean, they've implemented a new audio engine and one of the recent updates to increase sound quality and directionality. I remember back in the day, you'd be like, and I've got these guys and these get pretty good sound <laughs> like left or right but i mean since they made that update it's a night and day difference i can tell well, okay he's out of my right ear turn that way shoot um yeah. but there still seems to be voice bugs and that's not a problem of the devs but of the partnership vivox <laughs> is just still trying to hammer out their stuff and but it's it's, it's part of the product it's part of the product they're delivering it is it is it they gave the the workaround where you could have the reconnection functionality great I think that's a, a step in the right direction, but it's like, why do we need that if, you know, let's just get this right for yeah, sure. And I, and I feel bad for uh, one of our players that we, we game with because it seems like every other night he's just yeah. oh, lost it again, lost again. And, and so it's, it's been reduced. You know, we'll have 20 of us on and he's he's like the one black sheet that's getting on there. Um, I, I'll say, you know, as far as audios, you know, hey, we got voiceovers in the game. Uh, some of the machine or some of the weapon sounds have been changed. But I think as far as voice comms, I'm going to bump this one kind of in there no slider bars on command chat versus squad chat versus proximity chat mm -hmm. um you know it, it's 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 definitely not an a it, i'm actually leaning it, towards a c because i am in that ballpark too when you break it down the various channels and various suggestions and 
how can you implement like not losing your mind playing squad leader listen to a very active command chat a very squad chat and a very, you know proximity chat and you're like whoa i'm getting like data overload um i mean being able to mute people really great functionality for the trolls but in a game where communication is vital i think that needs a little bit more attention so i'd be happy with the c2 let's go see and move on here all right good so gun, good gun sounds <laughs> voice eh. yeah i mean, pulled it down a little bit yeah audio is just so, so key to any game mm -hmm. any, anything you do oh, huge in this game yeah so next one in alphabetic order and then remember these 15 are what they stated in their early access first early access remote mm -hmm. app is they wanted to go to the commander role and I did not play Commander Role Update 1, Update 2. I've seen some of the images, and it was like four, four abilities you're able to do. Now you have a plethora of different ways to handle your resources, uh, offensive capabilities, uh, mm -hmm. defensive with the reinforce, uh, different vehicles. I, I think the Commander Role is in a good spot. Um, a lot of different tools and things. Um, it's a game of itself. I mean, real time yeah. strategy. I mean, you're thinking this is make or break. You can tell a game can be won based upon good drop of good action. You know, this yeah. keep a game going. Uh, commanders. Yeah, I got it. You got to have to use them. Um, I, I if you still, don't, you, you yeah. notice it still win with that one. Uh, but it's kind of getting fewer and far between. Yeah, I like to see with how important the commander role is to helping the team win. I'll say I don't know if I've maybe one out of 100 games if i've seen a, a commander lose a game for him obviously if the commander's trolling or anything like that he can totally screw over the team but i'd like to see them maybe do a little bit more with the commander role as far as the uh, way to get into the position maybe you gotta be like squad level three maybe you got the higher rank something of that nature i don't know if i'm ready to give the commander role an a based upon just all the utility because of the access i'm feeling much more of a b B, B for improvement. Yeah, again, there's little small tweaks like there's a lot that's come from um, over this long time period uh, to being an actual fleshed out role. And they're only adding more abilities like the Caddyshaw strike was just like, whoa, that's cool. Um, and, and faction specific. So I wonder if there's going to be more faction yeah. specific abilities that come out with uh, the recent updates. Um, but yeah, no, I think B is good for this commander role. Um, there's just more that should be done with it uh, and break apart. Yeah, like. Tying it to another squad, like the squad lead role level of five or <laughs> you're going to have less. You're going to have less people playing commander. But on the same hand, you're going to have the people that do jump in kind of yeah. know what's going on as far as the functionality. Like they raised it to level cap 10. Well, and, and uh, yeah, and maybe it's, it's not it's so a much start. a level thing, but let's like I'm trying to sit here like, why do I feel like it's on a uh, I can only rotate strafing runs and bombing runs in 45 degree yeah. angles. I, I think that should be a full 360 degree click. There's um, a lot of maps that don't line to that. And I agree. Yeah. So, so I, so I think there's polish that can be done, but definitely it's something playable to move forward with. Uh, mm -hmm. Next one up on their list uh, alphabetically was the co cosmetic systems, helmets, faces, uniforms. I think you're going to see a theme here on a lot of migrating, at least if it has to do with art, hell let loose is doing great at it. And so I think as far as the cosmetics go, I mean, I lean to a yes, we would like to see more, but from an early access standpoint, it's there. It's good. It's functional. I, I, I give it an A. Yeah, with the drop of the recent smart materials note that they're doing for all the vehicles, like I can only wait for more camouflage patterns to come in. Um, you know, I think yeah. it's like you get past level 80 and you have every cosmetic unlocked. I think that's like how it works. Um, so yeah, like again, more and especially to get in the Kickstarters, their promised goals, I think would be really high on the list as far as the cosmetics go. Um, so yeah, A is fine. Um, B is... Uh 
fine too. A, I think I, there's I, yeah. I don't got an A minus, but we we want to go even yeah. B A. It's like a ninety percent. So basically at the cutoff um, for me, uh, I I think like get the promises for the Kickstarter people that have been long waiting some of their uniforms and all that stuff. And then, yeah, just continue to work through it. I mean, when they drop the, the parachute airborne infantry uh, outfit, like it's like, yep. cool. It's really neat. I mean, most anything like it, <laughs> I don't know what you do. I, I've only seen a few level two fifties. If like that, uh, I know there was a cigar model that was shown where the That'd hell is cool. that? Cause I really want to run around with a cigar in my mouth, but I mean, whatever you do for your immersion. So, <laughs> So here's here's a question for you, Digi. Do we feel like because I think one of the things missing from the cosmetic system yeah. is the ability to say this is my winter outfit, here's my summer outfit, or something of that nature, to say like uh, dependent on per the map and the environment. Do you think that's yeah. enough to knock it down to a B, or still keep it at an A for early access? Uh, so you're like time regiony, like time locking uh, certain outfits. Like, yeah, I just don't, I, I don't want to wear a winter jacket until you, on Utah. Until you, until you do that for like tanking, like if the tanks, once that comes up, if you can lock tanks to certain maps and vehicles to certain maps, sure. Um, but yeah. I think it's like all, no hold bar. I mean, I got revived by a medic wearing a white helmet. I'm like, oh, okay. You know, everybody has their own choice. <laughs> why that's why like would you wear one, that helmet? One bizarre, you know, thing. It's just a curiosity. I don't think there's enough cosmetics to like totally go like out to lunch with um but it, i gotta ask yourself the question is is there a point where there's just too many too much like again if it's authentically realistic and was based in historical fact i mean how far can you take it yeah so on and so forth i think it's good for early access like i said a early access as more stuff comes down we'll move on uh, uh, I had a but, I had a tanker uh, very proud of his pea coat uh camouflage on the Germans. I was like, oh that's great. And then he got up back in his tank. I'm like, all right. Can't see it. So <laughs> Deji, what's your take on deploy or deployables? Things that we can build on the map. Deployables. So this one was a big one and it's been constantly getting modified in the form of nodes, the garrisons, and now the OPs um constantly being updated and changed and the look, the design, the functionality. Deployables, again, were never part of my first starting uh, point in this game. It was just OPs and garrisons and no nodes really to, to speak to. Um, but AA guns, stationary MGNS were part of the initial promise package. Not so, here. Not here. Um, that's just an instant kind of kick down and grading for me for what they had initially planned. Um, but again, AA guns, what were they service against like is that actually shooting down a supply plane is that shooting down a bombing run i don't know like how complex do you make that do you actually make that as a role like i run around with the aa truck and then I, any bombing run I, <laughs> I shoot i don't know how complex they were thinking with that notion but based upon those two like and the stationary mgness i don't know like that come with like a like an actual mg you can mount up to don't know yeah. Um, and then the resource nodes, of course, were, you know, the biggest change. So I put this really in the lower grading. I, I me, I think deployables. It's like they were asking too much of it. I, I would honestly just go with a C or a D um, comfortably, probably in the C for the nodes, the garrisons, the uh, OPs. But the other two things, it's like, eh, I don't know, a little ambitious. What's your take? Yeah. I, I'm actually going to go. I'm going to take this a few different points. One, it's hard, it, especially for newer players, the frustration about trying to put something on yeah. the ground. You're like, you know, what out there with do? your metal detector, you wait, just waiting for green and rotating just right and things of that nature. Um, I'm going to lump in barbed wire here, yeah. <laughs> you know, with this one, uh, those changes. I, I, now, granted, we have not seen fully what Update 10 is coming out and whether there's things going to be changing on there, just what we've seen on the PT and assuming that's what we're going to be getting, well, obviously, with tweaks. But I, actually, I'm thinking deployables, the resource nodes, 
difficulty putting down structures. Um, the engineering buildables that really aren't don't feel too useful. Uh, I'm leaning towards D on this one. It's just mm. I'm, I'm not feeling it. I could agree. Again, I was in a CD mentality, um, but yeah, stating like difficulty of putting stuff down is a big frustration. Like there's some roads you can't build on. I mean, they should be flat and perfectly, you know, pristine. Yeah. And I was like, I'm locked out. OK, so, yeah, bar. I, I um, would like the you know, bar bar just like snap to snap to each other if you're building <laughs> snap a road to the edge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Edge, oh. edge to edge snapping would be fun. Yeah. Um, so, so there's little there's little changes. So I could live yeah. in D. I can let's leave it. Let's, yeah, let's live in D there. All right. uh, so what i think it's our easiest one but um uh the flamethrowers are flaming with us for the german uh, german forces um, please, please don't do that again <laughs> I, I, well easy f um just boom i where are they I, I think they've been promised a couple times and they seem to make it onto every roadmap like it's on its way i've heard various excuses from people that are like i heard from a guy and you know like it's the oh they got the animation pit down it's just the scream or no it's not the scream it's the animation like it's i don't know where they are or what the implementation time was going to be um i'm sure they have a working something but I'm sure it's just not being able to get it to 100 percent before this implementation. Is, so. Flamethrowers are to hell let loose what me taking out the trash is to my wife. It's like, OK, next commercial break. OK, I'll get there. Yeah, I'll get there. Yeah, and yeah. before I know it, I'm waking up in the morning. She's like, you did take out the trash last night. I'm like, ah. so yeah, flamethrowers, that's an F. It's not here. You'd be, if you're going to call it a specific <laughs> weapon in 2019 and not have it delivered in 2021, that's an F. I'm sorry. No other way would say mm -hmm. it. Uh, yeah. but yeah, the next one on there F is the forces mm -hmm. and, uh, Digi, I was going to say they came out and said, Hey, when the Russians come out, we will leave early access here. The Russians yeah. are coming out, we're leaving the early access. How do you feel about that? Yeah. I mean, they called it introduction to the Russians. Boom. And that's that third, that the other, other side of the war. I mean, the whole, Eastern Front is so different from the Western Front. And I, I can't wait for more maps on the Eastern Front, just what they look like from Stalingrad's perspective. It's a whole different change, the the map play and 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 the styling to get to where you need to be. So again, exciting. But I uh, where's my Canadians? Where's my British? I will not be satisfied <laughs> until the Western Front gets fully developed and fleshed out. Like let's go up to Netherlands, let's go, you know, down to Italy maybe, or to Battle of Artona. Like yeah. again. Get a little Canadian love. Yes, get some Canadian love in there. But again, I think for what they were set out to do and what they said they were going to do, Eastern Front gets open, official game drops. It's like, again, the updates aren't going to stop just because it's gone official. They thought it was the right time. I think Forces, great. Again, I have yet to play more of the Russians. I was only in the PTE for like two hours. We'll see how that continues to flush out. So I would put Forces as a B. A B? You go B? I'm going B because I think, again, it's that I like the concept. They have the U.S., they have the Germans. Boom, two major forces. Great. Bring the Russians, you bring in your third major force. Then you've got room for the British, the Canadians, uh, hell, maybe the, the Polish. Uh, you know, we, it's the sky's the limit kind of situation. But okay. you got your three main three main fighting forces. Yeah. Right? And, and, and this, and this Australians. was... Australians. This was their goal for the early access to get to three fighting forces, bring out the Russians um i mean that they're i'm good with a b because i don't know if we can really kind of judge the russians enough right now just based on mm -hmm. what we've seen on the pte it does feel that 
hey, the classes are flushed out. They got vehicles. Um, you know, let me see. The classes are present. It's not like they don't have an MG. They've got enough vehicles on there. They've got enough cosmetics. they got enough to, that it's going to feel equal to when they face the Germans. Um, I'm good with a B. I could even see a hopeful A or a conservative B. But for purpose right now, let's go B. Yeah. Okay. All right. Digi, move on to the G's. We are out there, and now we are into the gunplay. And that, I think, has always been the biggest sell to me. Bullet penetration is, like, the only kickback. Cause, uh, and then you got the small arms bullet versus the hit ricochet effect. I've been killed many times by the anti-tank lancing off a tank and blowing me up <laughs> so gunplay um i still think for the basis of what the game sells most of is this infantry combat over vehicles because that's a whole nother thing <laughs> we will we have a vehicle section we will talk about the vehicles then gunplay to me has always been the infantry basis that's going into a building that's fighting in a field through the wheat field so on and so forth i give that an a i think that's what this game has sold well to me for um but there's the little thing that's like mm, bullet mm -hmm. penetration was promised. What the hell's going on with bushes? You know, like <laughs> <laughs> when I, the leaves I, I used know. to stop I you. Want, <laughs> yeah, I want to say, hey, I really do, because I think that's still like the biggest component to me that's really does well in this game. But noting that whole thing that they wanted to bring that in and and, and makes rightfully so, because bullet penetration, it's like that should be a no brainer in a triple A game uh, such as this. So I'm going to crank it down to a B based okay. on that so i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna pull you a little bit further down in my, my view on this okay one. here we go okay yeah he, i was gonna say he, he's he, i'm like sugar and you're vinegar uh, on this one so <laughs> well, okay. and, 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 and let me let me put out my points here for you um mm -hmm. uh, mg deploy like that is that is just horrendous. i i i, yeah. I anybody that mains mg is hates their life more than takers i think <laughs> like <laughs> I, I the deployables on the mg uh the i would say the basic level of gunplay uh you know it's it's not it doesn't have a high skill ceiling i would like a little bit more from it i do like the ttk i'm gonna go ahead and throw that in there the low ttk, TTK here it comes back yeah um it's time to kill um i, I mean i i start as a c i think on this one because i feel mm -hmm. they could do more with it um you know recoil like i, I wanted i wanted more depth uh, especially after two years in early access if it was at a one-year mark I think I'd be happy, but after two years now, I think I want a little bit more depth. I'm actually feeling, and like I said, bullet penetration. That is one thing that did this. I don't know if anybody can actually say bullet trash penetration they've seen in game. I, so, <laughs> I mean, if it's like I, I, I've died behind some materials and some not, and like then it's a different map. It's that material somehow doesn't like. Yeah, it's, I don't know. I don't know. I really. I'm don't starting know if it's at a in. C, and hey, Grant, hey, Grant, at the end of the day, C's get degrees. I'm right there. But to me, gunplay, average. Like, mm. I, I don't know. Did I convince you or are you still feeling a B? I'm still feeling a B. I mean, I think this week's uh, hero post of the week might, uh, you know, appetize it because there is some plays that you can do with the gunplay that just it's like, wow, that, that was an amazing moment. I've had too many good moments in the game with the gunplay, but yeah, bullet penetration. Fucking All right. I, re okay. I regretfully put that up at a B for <laughs> purposes of time. Chat have at Digi and Canon. Yeah, Canon fodder in the chat. B minus. Loves, like, loves, loves he, vinegar. Yeah, C plus. C plus. Oh no, no, we got to uh, hold on. The chat's going live. We got, we got more C's, Digi. 
We got yeah, four C's. Okay. All right. What's the four C? The the people have spoken. We'll move that one down to a C. We'll, we'll do the old gladiator. <laughs> All right. It's been so, a while since I'm, we've had Bori cut in anything on these shows. We can have him do one of those. Like I say, um, guys, we will be posting this up for your use. We'd love to see what you guys have thoughts on. Um, it'll be up through the Reddit and definitely post the links to yours. We'd like to go through them. And maybe it makes it on the show next time. So let's, um, let's do an easy one. Let's do an let's easy go. one. Maps. Yeah, M's. Apps. I, dude, if there's Ooh. one thing that I highlight to multiple people in this game, it's the maps. Do they have faults as far as the meta and how the, you know, things of that nature? Yes, I kind of like, ah, uh, I kind of pu push that out there. But the maps by themselves, I think A, if not high A, I'm, I'm, I'm solid A. Mm hmm. Yeah, I, I'd agree. The maps are what is a big attractant for me. I mean, you let alone this historical like factors like taking old photos and various stuff like i mean we had the one posting on reddit was like where was the band of brothers like actual yep. like the cafe versus where it is and the game is a little skewed whatever there was a trying but the actual layouts are really pinpoint you saw in our earlier post of like oh my gosh like Look at the real time photo of those fields um, that was put together by Sergeant Ramirez here and that gift as it changed over, like it's like a one to one lay on top. Um, so I think they really did their layouts to scale nicely um, with the road systems and play. And it really brings in that like, oh, wow, you know, they actually did do a pretty good detail work and that. Russian front, I mean, only added more textures, more files, more different building styles. Like, again, it's, it's only like it's its own folder, you know, well, of, of goodies. But, and the uh, number maps, and the, Yeah. And the number of maps that we have, the variety of maps we have, I think it's good. I will say on this one, they did state that they wanted a night map in early uh -huh. access. We do not have that. However, because everything else is so good, what we do have, I'm willing to forgive that. Keep this as an A. I'm feeling comfortable in A. Yeah, I would love to see a night map though, Debs. <laughs> Even a dusk map. I'll take a little well, you bit got, of light. Like, you got we got Utah offensive. That's got that blue. I was gonna say, I, I don't, yeah, but I would like a more darker map. Use those street lights, you know, on some of the maps. Come on, oh, that'd be cool. Too. We'll see scattered <laughs> around. So artillery gets a flare functionality. It can be done. I yep. mean, realistically, since so again, maps. I'm okay with an A for what they are. There's always those small little tweaks. It's an A minus. Yeah, A minus. A solid A. Solid sure. A, A minus. So next mm -hmm. one, remember at the time in early access when we came out, we only had one game mode, and that was warfare. Offensive mode was not a thing. We have offensive mode now. Uh, we could say kind of, yeah, whether you like it or not like it, obviously the competitive community, organized community. I haven't heard of anybody doing an organized match outside of like D-Day, get off the beach event. Um with a I lot mean, of rules <laughs> yeah we have it we got i mean the way that's implemented with okay this you know this cap you can be inside the active sector but you're on this one yes it's there yes it adds variety there's different game modes i'm thinking but i'm kind of just like blah i just i, I yeah it doesn't get me that, d. Is there, it's oh, a d you're going, you're going d yeah oh wow two game modes two game modes uh, that's just not i think like I only play Warfare because you can get a different game mode in Warfare and still have it active. I've never really enjoyed the functionality of the offensive mode. To me, it's it's still a work in progress. Uh, I, a big one at that. I don't know if my eh is worth enough of a D. Wait, read, the read, read, read the chat. Read the chat. People <laughs> speaking. And they're with me on this one. Because, again, like you brought you got two 
like you've got a complexity in the warfare where you got all different angles. It's that, you know, yeah. versatility of the, 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 you know, war, the back and forth with the, you know, red cap garrisons and all that as, as it continues to get flushed through the meta, but offensive, it's just structured. Like you're going to get sweeped. If you're playing defense in an unorganized fashion, it doesn't give enough time to come back. It doesn't give enough like a preparation to basically make those yeah. fortifications to make it again. I've had victories on the defense guys. I, I, it's totally doable, but you got to be every square, not just locked in tight because it's only doable when you got a, a bunch of engineers working together, pulling for the same objective. Like this is the point. This is our Alamo, <laughs> you know, situation yeah. where everything's fortified, built up nicely, insensibly too. Cause I've seen some engineers like block off your only way in, you know, it's like, how do you supposed to get in? You've got a big Belgian gate there, guys. Like, what are you thinking? So D for me, I think that uh, offensive, it's, it's just not a game mode uh, that I, I enjoy playing. Um, yeah. I mean, well, I'd like to see a new format in the sense of maybe a smaller engagement, maybe one active sector, 30 minute round, maybe 18 v 18, maybe, you know, 30 v 30, smaller gunplay focused, no armor, no vehicles, no nothing. We hit for one point. You know, there's a lot of great points in the maps, the great maps. That could sustain maybe a good 30 minute battle. And then that's a, that's a separate game mode. I mean, yep. you've got most of the components built. But All right. So let's go lightning mode. Let's go lightning mode through the rest of these. I'm going to listen to the people on this one. I was at a C. <laughs> I'm good with the okay. D because like I said, yeah, for me, uh, stat tracking system. We got achievements. No one's had their uh, levels reset. Um, yeah. To me, I, I think that's an a, and that's a, that's an easy one to measure. Get in there. I'm saying that's an A. I can't really knock mm -hmm. any of it. Um, any challenges? Yeah, uh, I was gonna say I don't I'm think gonna, it's I'm, I don't think it's all that important. I mean, obviously we like it in there. It gives a basis yeah, to the cosmetics. We got, we got some we got some good races going on. Like who's gonna have more cap points? You know, hit that <laughs> you know whatever achievement in our Discord. So it's fun. It's fun in that element. Like it's like oh yeah okay how far how long are you for this and so on and so forth. And that only got implemented what in January or something like that. So yeah, yeah it's been around. It's it's cool new stats and and you're not losing levels anymore. Um, so yeah, lightning round. I'm good with an A. Okay. With an a. Go ahead and do, um, you start us off on user interface, user experience, user experience, user interface. I'm still playing the game. I'm still enjoying the game. I'm again, I can be critical and I could be perspective of where the development's gone. I, you know, I know a lot has been said from the veteran players. Our last episode was very controversial. There was a lot of topics brought up lot of input and uh received um so again i think there's a lot to be said from the user experience perspective i still have fun because i'm looking for that kick where you know it's a hardcore tactical game but not overly serious with itself because it's it's still a sensible like again i want to be in the gunfight i don't want to be like drinking from a canteen sprint drink from a canteen so and let then, me then get let into me, the fight you know i want to be in the action sooner than later the ttk is still an important factor for me and I hear everything, but your interface with the game, I, I'm like, I'm, to me, I'm putting this one as a C. It doesn't feel as polished. Mm -hmm. The queues trying to get into, you know, a queue system. Is it, is it going to let me yeah. in? If it's not going to let me in. Like, I, to me, I'm just this, work on that. Yeah. yeah, I'm feeling a C on this. I just I feel like obviously <laughs> the last one where we had all the spawns listed and, on there. And, and why is there a death screen? You are dead. Like, OK, yeah. Why do I got to hit space? After the 10 seconds, like I just right. to me, there's enough like there's enough annoyances in my interface with the game 
that I don't feel like I can go really higher than a C, but it is functional. It is something to move us out of early access, but I just, mm-hmm. I, I feel, I feel that. And, and just, they, and they had those changes recently, you know, where you saw every spawn point oh yeah. and even ones you couldn't spawn at. So that got kibosh really quickly. It was like, uh, there's a lot with the UI, even just on the spawning page that, you know, I think, Messing too much makes it a little bit overly complicated. I really just I like that you see um, your spawn is green now. You know, it's like your outpost, right? I get to um, see that I built seven of eight garrisons on my yeah. team. Please, somebody else build garrisons. But <laughs> you good with me on a C, Digi? You good with me on I'm a C? Good with, I'm, good, I'm good on a C for the interface. I think there's just a slight little changes that make life a little bit nicer. Again, like the irrelevant stuff. It's just it's like, why do we have that? there i mean i think they're saying uh here canon uh so get rid of the splash screen on startup it's just a waste yep. of a page you know just yeah. a little redundant stuff like just cut to the essentials all right did you we've talked about it a few times yep. we said we're gonna get to vehicles vehicles and again we come from a basis we're not tankers but we do drive a shitload of supply trucks don't we john we do so... have a tanking episode in the queue there is a tanking yes. episode a whole episode yes. dedicated to tanking coming but yeah we're not we're not vehicle drivers. Uh, we could see all of them. I, I do. I mean, I don't. I started a D on this one. I don't know I if did. it fails. I don't know I if did. we could say it fails. Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> D is where I had in my mindset for this, just based on all the complaints and and basically, yeah, like if it was just straight tanks, it's an F. <laughs> like, why don't we just make a? If it's a separate situation, tanking, I put it an F because all I hear from people that do tank is it's just I can't, you know, really play this and and be like, well, what that makes sense. Um, so yeah, and, and th- like, there's some maps that aren't even, you know, haven't been optimized yet. Like you still can go through some walls on some maps, but some walls like block you off. And you're like, what? You know, like they're yeah. taking some trees away, and then other maps is like some trees aren't. And it just it's unpredictable. Well, D D makes a lot of sense. The driving mechanics, I've gotten to the you know comfortability with the supply truck, just like tap to turn and stuff like that. Tokyo drifting style. Around. <laughs> yeah, and I can drive it without leaving the road or, you know, I can have some functionality. It took a bit of a learning curve to get in comfortable with. Supply trucks alone, I would still put them maybe a C. But yeah, like again, I think uh, D is a good starting place with all the negatives. So let, seen. let me throw this out there. In their er- early access map, they say half tracks. Yeah, we don't have half tracks. Now that I think about this, everything we're talking about. No, they did not deliver on something in their first early access. Uh, do we just please the people and put it at F? <laughs> like, I, yeah, I don't I don't know if now the more I look at it and we, you know, trucks getting stuck and you I know, give it a D for the fact that there are vehicles. How about that? <laughs> you just cut it to the bare essential that they are a vehicle. We, we got variety. Cool. We got variety yeah, of vehicles. Variety. OK, it's just Wait, the, the interfacing to that. Like, it just needs it just needs an overhaul, like a serious overhaul. I think yeah. it's it's a launch pad. It's it's foundational stuff. But it's definitely, you know, they keep getting they need a constant update. Yeah. And, and you know, I'll, I'll go with the we got variety of vehicles. And, and that one of the recent changes was they took away like the barrel from intercepting into hedges and stuff. And that was usually <laughs> causing it to do this and you couldn't see through it. So, like, again, they're making little changes and make life a little bit more sensible. Um, Ooh, I, star- I, I still say D. Star Lord, Star Lord's in chat right here. Probably one of the most respected tankers said as an F. They I don't can know. make it. They can make their own. This make, is, their this own. Is, make their own. I'd love to see it and Dude, definitely give your rationale. But three D people just unsubscribed from us because of the, the D going to go down. But no, I, yeah, I, yeah. I think I think it's definitely a D minus. And I'm gonna I'm gonna say let's keep it at a D on the promise of what is coming in the PTE and mm-hmm. the final armor changes that will be at live. 
I think right now, update nine, live game, it's an F. No half tracks yeah. delivered. You said you were going to deliver half tracks. Not here. Uh, yeah. So and and the Willie's Jeep. Like I mean, we've seen we've all seen the the artwork that's been done up for all those and and the tank destroyers and like they're yeah. common. Like we the don't have jeeps. Yeah, they don't. Anyway. All right. But anyways, last visual one. effects. Yep. Last visual one. Effects. From what the roadmap. Dude, I feel like I'm. Mean, I keep going back to like bombing runs, bombing yeah. runs, strafing runs with the little dirt flying up in the air. And it uh, worked several yeah. times. Yeah. Uh, vehicle explosions, you know, that puff of smoke when you come out of there. The body parts flying yeah. across. I remember when I first saw like a dude's torso fly through the air. I was like, what the fuck? I think there's a detached head. Like, oh my gosh. Like, it's really <laughs> got the gore down. Um, again, I turn my body count to zero. That's how I keep my performance in check. But, you know, it's still like, I think animations to the effect of visual effects, I give it a solid B. Plus. Um, I really think there's great. It comes with its own little optimizations. Um, again, explosions, the strafing runs, you see the planes coming in before. Like yep. there's they're complex uh mechanisms that I think they've been coded in nicely, um, tied in. And that's the cinematic effect that you know really sells the game. Um, apart from a lot of other things. There's no building destructions because you can't destroy um elements in the hard map. Sensible, but you can now do that with the user built stuff. Yeah, I think I think for the visual effect, I'm I'm okay with that. Is there, is there wish, anything that you would wish, like to see coming out of early access with the take, take away the puff of smoke after you put down an OP because I'm tired of losing it <laughs> by the guy like right nearby and he looks, oh, there it is, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, I'm good with a B. I, I, I lean towards an A on this one, but I'm good with like an ooh. A minus. A-. I feel that tank explosions could have some variety. Uh, I always laugh when an AT gun or a supply or a repair station blows up the same way as a tiger with that, you know, like the yeah. huge puff of smoke. So yeah. I, I think some variety on there, but I definitely think it's good enough. I like I started as a to where I still get some, Oh my God mo moments. Like when the bombing runs coming in, uh, you know, the, the bonus video that we're going to show the winner starts with a bombing run. I mean, the visual effects there I think is, is great. Um, yeah. So I'm good with a B. So that was the first 15 or the 15 was the first off of their early access roadmap. However, there's some things that we need to talk about that mm -hmm. they didn't state that. Uh, I, I think any report cards not complete without it's, state. It's, it's, it's the big stuff that, I mean, inherently affects all of us. Um, Minus so meta. We, got, we did not want to get into meta. meta. No, <laughs> we can't. We can't grade it. It's never it's not stable enough. <laughs> Um, yeah, five key things. What do we got there in Sean? And we might as well just say them all and then we'll just start from the top again. Um, okay. but we've got, we got five. Okay. So we got anti-cheating, client stability, server stability, net code, and overall optimization. Uh, let's go ahead and start with anti-cheating there. To me, I, I, you know, I think the claims of cheat, like I, we have seen cheating legitimately. There is cheating in this game. It is not nearly as prevalent as everybody claims. Uh, I think what they did with the INI file locks uh, mm -hmm. in update nine, not a lot of people really understood the impact of what that meant for the anti-cheating. Does it still happen? Yes. We saw a little bit of that in the Greyhound cup uh, with a community that was disqualified. So it's there. It's not perfect. Uh, but I, I still feel that on the most part, if I lose it's uh, to somebody else being a better player than me yeah. and not somebody else having a mechanical or software advantage to me. So I, I'm feeling good at a B. Yeah, I could sit with the B um, as far as the anti-cheating, because, again, it's a lot of user regulation and there's a lot of community servers out there with active admins. I mean, and the admin cams they brought in recently 
huge play in that. Like if you're cheating in this game, you're not going to be cheating for super long um, on a community server that functions uh, properly with admins. Um, it's just hard to get by. And again, it, communities talk like if you get blacklisted from here, you're probably blacklisted from a lot of others. So, yeah. So, so do good. it. You will be caught. We're good with a B there. Uh, let's go ahead and go client stability. This is specifically your ability to connect with the server and stay connected to that server. Mm -hmm. Server stability will be on another thing. Uh, this has gone through a roller coaster of early yeah. access. Uh, yeah. There was times I remember after I think it was update seven, where it was like every like three times a game I'd lose connection because uh, body parts were hitting together, uh, smashing together. You know where where we're at right now. I actually feel that client stability is an a i i i don't i don't hear a lot of crashes uh happening outside of internet or you know connections things yeah, that it's nature. usually the connectivity on the user's end i'm seeing now um high you hit that high ping threshold on some servers yeah boom you know and that's just like unfortunately the isp just failing to stay reliable um and that yeah. I think is like it's a stability issue on the user's end. Uh, the next one. Um, so we're comfortable with a B. I'd be good with a B. Um, I'm good with it. it still happens. Obviously, I think some people are out there, but for the most part, yeah. it's solid. So, yeah. Um, uh, server stability. So that's the other inversion of basically, you know, your ability to tie into the server. It's more like, uh, you know, how stable are the servers that you're getting into? And that's a mixed bag in itself. And I say, as of recently, we've had a lot of that happening. A lot of people just getting mass disconnected from the especially, server, like especially after map changes. Yeah, mm -hmm. map changes used to be the the ticket. I was always expecting a competitive match at the first map flip. Everybody's getting booted out, and then we're gonna have to do it again. And then hopefully by the second time, it's good. So it, it, I'd say it's freak. It happens frequently enough that I would say it's it's in the C or D category um, comfortably. I I'm going to go ahead and lean towards the C on this one as yes, it's an annoyance because it is happening during server tr transitions. Most of the time when we see it, not mid game. Yep. Uh, so you just kind of reconnect and hope enough people reconnect to keep your server populated. And also kind of going back to the Viavox thing. Um, Black matter is not necessarily the one providing the servers. You got G portal, yeah. you got some other ones there. However, this yeah. is the partners that they've agreed with to run this on there. So I'm thinking I'm feeling comfortable with the C. I think there's some areas we're going to do. I'm also going to lump in a little bit with this one about Archon and the server settings. I think there's a lot more that can be done. Granted, it was not goal of early access to have all that on there. But mm -hmm. I think for as far as server settings, I'm feeling comfortable for those mentions uh, mentioned above at a C. Mm -hmm. Okay. Two left. Net code. What are you thinking for the net code? I mean, that's that's the really nitty gritty of everything. And, you know, you could get on a Russian server in the U.S. and all of a sudden you shot a guy 10 times and he doesn't die. Um, <laughs> Go check latency, out my highlights below. Time, yeah. yeah, the net code issue. Um, again, I don't see it as most issue if you're playing within your region. Um, for me, I the net code. I mean, I've had some suspicions like, oh, I was behind that bunker and I die anyways as I'm running to it. And I don't know, like it's, it's a really hard one to like pick apart because it just feels like most games. I don't have a issue. Yeah. Um, I I'd put it in the B, the a category as far as net code. But again, if you're playing overseas in a different region server and it's just weird ties and um, could be a C could be a B could be an A. Yeah. Depends on I, what you're doing. 
I think shooting wise uh, interaction with the environment, you know, vaulting, am I having to like vault twice or something of that nature? That's mm, where I look around yeah. that code. I feel that's that's pretty solid. There's obviously some times where I'm just like, dude, how did I not get that guy or that desync type of deal where you know the netcode's going? Um, where you the see the guy that's just shooting or running in the field and he's disconnected, <laughs> you're just shooting at the guy and it's just a dummy model. Yeah, <laughs> like what's happening there, right? I'm, I'm I'm leaning B minus C plus. You can convince yeah. me either way on that one, um, but for the most part, I, I, I would say I think it's it's. I would lean towards average to other games. I'm gonna go ahead and maybe give an advantage that the ping on the on Hell Let Loose going to other servers is not nearly as bad as some other games. So maybe for that fact, I'll lean it towards the B point. But for yeah. the most part, netcode there's some annoyance, but it's definitely playable. I've only so. noticed it really once in one competitive match. I mean, I could play in Finland servers and not really have an issue. Yeah. So let's go with uh, well, let's go with B. Uh, I think there's going to be, like I said, this is going to be a little controversial for on this mm -hmm. one. All right. Last but less neat. You, you saw Star Lord in chat saying, "I like how they left optimization for the end." Lightning round. We got to go quick. <laughs> optimization. Do we give it in the here. Do we give it an F or a D? Because I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna go any higher than a D. You're not gonna so convince just me. Like, put the blinders looking down. Yeah. <laughs> uh, D. Uh, I think it's it's playable. It's not great. Um, I can't straight up just say, "Oh my God, F F F, kill the grass." <laughs> this is why I love live shows. This is why I yeah, love live shows. It's playable. Um, optimizationally, yeah, it's just. I don't know. Like, do you just even give it a D? Like, it it's breathing. It's alive. Technically, it's like a bit of Frankenstein's monster. Like, he wasn't an intellect, right? Yeah, but he's like, living. Like, <laughs> like, let's maybe we got to define what F is because as I'm looking at this yeah. list, like F means like not playable to me. We don't have flamethrowers. That's not playable. Like, yeah, and, I, and if that's how yeah, we're gonna class it, right? And I, I get that there are some people, and this is where I kind of there are some people that can't play the game right now. They used to be able to play. Yeah, if continue to add more. They can't play anymore. Uh, there's people that have degraded. They saw it's like I, I don't know if I like I, I the, just the gut reaction for me to, says F, but I can't I, I can't say it's optimized to the point where nobody can play it anymore. It's I used to rock an, a GTX 970 and I played the game and that was like a stable 60. I don't know. Like it's really different rigs, different settings, different setups. Different know. maps. I mean, there's so many variables on this one. Yeah, different maps. I'm, 35 FPS is not playable. You know, it, it's just like it's hard for us to say because we can play the game versus the people that can't actually get into a game. Yep. So maybe on the best best efforts to the people, you know, that can't make it in, it maybe is in the F class because until everybody has some playability, again, bearing you're not playing it on a potato, I think you know th there still should be some minimums uh, that should still be able to function. Well, but. and, and uh, the, the variations, I mean, the, the of maps, you know, Carantan is not played in the competitive community because what it does, um, mm -hmm. I, I think, uh, you know, optimization is one of those things that just keeps wearing its ugly head. And like you said, it's excluding some players. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm going to go ahead and mark it an F. So that's that's our list right there. You know, four A's, majority falling under the B. C's get degrees. We got some down there. And then the ugly, the, the five ugly ones, deployables, new game modes, vehicles, flamethrowers, and optimization. Obviously, nice no bell curve there. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, nothing surprising to a lot. But uh, this was our goals coming out of early access. I mean, did mm -hmm. you at the end of it? I, I, you, 
Do you think we're ready to come out of early access after looking at this ranking? Depends on what you were trying to get out of, uh, you know, again, I think they were like, all right, it's been two years, guys. We said 12 months. Russians will be our defining point to hit it. I guess that's the mentality they were going with from that perspective. I'd say, yeah, let's just release it. Continue to update. Like, again, I don't know. Like, does it bring in more sales? And that's totally on their end to make that call. I think whether it was official or was still in early access, I'd still be playing it. Yeah, I, 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 I at the bigger at the end of the day. I don't think hitting this milestone is going to change anything as far as the PC game um, goes. Uh, I think once they announce console, that would be the more monumental one to see what happens to the PC game. But this, yeah. you know, this, this, um, I, I, and I'm going to say it, it might be a leap of faith uh, for the development team uh, that, you know, they're, they're feeling themselves just getting started. They feeling some momentum coming. This is a, a good milestone for the put. Obviously it's not news. Cause go back to that. They said, once the Russians are released back in 2019, they said, once we release the Russians, we're coming out of early access. They're a year behind schedule. I think the, the only thing what this is going to do is it's going to say, you can't hide behind the early access shield anymore. The yeah, game definitely higher criticisms to that because once you launch an official game, you're going to have more people jump in. You're going to have more king critics come in. And again, they're going to call it for what it is. So yeah. again, that's the, that's the risk uh, publisher and uh, development team run by calling a game. Hey, this is our product. Yeah. And again, you, you, they're telling us the community players updates aren't going to stop once it hits official. Great. So again, it's their burden to bear. And for what comes with the new official release comes with it. So indeed. All right. Well, enough about early access, the end of the early era. Let's go yeah. ahead and uh, let's get a little lighthearted here. Let's bring back in Johnny Gunner. Johnny, welcome, buddy. Uh, he's, got um, new, he's, got, he's got a new toy. Yeah. So after after the last episode, uh, I'll never forget the stream. We finished the show while Bill and Heidi were still going at it. We went through the bonus content. We went through the credits. I said, you know what? We're just going to keep on rolling. We came right back live. We stopped the recording uh, and it went on for another four hours. It, it, like yeah, I got crazy. up, I put the kids to bed. I went, picked up the family dinner, came back. Uh, Johnny Gunner came on the show. And in that, that uh, I don't even know what to say, that bar room like conversation, which I love to foster that type of environment. Heidi came up with the phrase going, well, Johnny, Johnny, I, I, I don't, you do good, Heidi, did you? Uh, I just, the, the gibby sheet. That's my best hiding impersonation. Give me shit. Give me shit. Johnny, can I, uh, you know uh, that a carbine should be able to one shot somebody. And Johnny goes, oh, no, no, no. Carbines, actually. And that led into this. And I said, Johnny, this is awesome. You got to make this your next segment. So Johnny Gunner coming back to us with a little bit of historical uh, perspective here. Uh, Johnny, you want to you got some show and tell also. So you want to go ahead and kick yeah. us off here? Yeah, absolutely. So something something that I got recently is this original beautiful M1 carbine. So so Heidi, just uh, just in case, I mean, you have your experience if you're watching this with uh, the video game guns, but uh, I've got my experience with uh, real life guns. So uh, being that, uh, <laughs> being that, I feel like that might kind of Johnny makes that look like a toy. So, yeah, exactly. It, it really is. You know, you you look at it, and you think, is this really a gun or is it a pea shooter? But this is an original nineteen. It's either between. 1942 to 1944, an original M1 carbine. Um, I got it out of a company that they got them from the Italian police, who they actually stored these after World War II and never used them. So this gun has not been touched since the end of World War II. And hmm. uh, 
I'm I'm glad to be the one touching it right now. So take that as you will. But um, yeah, no, I uh, it, it was an interesting discussion with him because one of the things is I believe Inchon was like, well, what's what's the size between the bullets? Um, and I was like, well, you know, I, I could go ahead and uh, talk about that because I happen to have two of them right here. And uh, both of those are original World War II pieces of ammunition. This one is, uh, this is for the uh, 30 odd six for the M1 Garand rifle. And this one is for the M1 carbine. And uh, that kind of, uh, that kind of got the conversation going with that. So I, I had a great time with that. <laughs> yeah. Well, and Johnny, go ahead. And, I mean, kind of showing your thumbs. I mean, the actual round that comes oh, yeah. out i mean the, mm -hmm. the, the the actual projectile the, the difference between the projectile the lead coming out and then also just the powder behind it that's sending that velocity uh the yeah. factor is what three four times just kind of if you had a yeah, thumb absolutely it. yeah because i mean basically the m1 carbine was a totally different weapon than the rifle because the actual m1 grand rifle was meant for specifically killing german soldiers in 1906 when they came up with the cartridge 30 odd six it was 30 caliber mm -hmm. created in 1906 it was us getting ready to go into war in the european front we knew that things were going south woodrow wilson wanted us into some sort of conflict with them because he was a globalist he wanted there to be an American presence, and we started getting our Navy boosted up with Teddy Roosevelt, which Earl Wilson started boosting our Army up, and then finally when World War One broke out and we were needed, we went over there with a cartridge that was designed to kill human beings. It was literally, the 30-06 is one of the few calibers that it was meant to do that. Mm -hmm. The 30 carbine was the army's way of trying to get rid of sidearms since they were so prevalent in world war one and they instead wanted guys to be able to have a rifle to defend themselves you know truck drivers more right. crewmen stuff like that um in world war ii they were actually trying to get rid of sidearms and so an m1 carbine would have a rifle style cartridge that was more made to be a pistol cartridge uh with a rifle round and so it really, it was a really weird, almost experimental time. Hmm. And the M1 carbine, even though it is the same exact caliber, like it's the same diameter of these, these two rounds are the exact same in diameter. The carbine has significantly less knockdown power, significantly less range. Uh, the M1 Garand had an effective range of around 500 yards, and the M1 Carbine had an effective range around 200 yards. That's a yeah. massive drop-off. What, what's the weight difference in the weapons uh, as far as an M1 to a Carbine? The Carbine is about three to four pounds unloaded. Wow. The M1 Garand is eight pounds. It's a it's a pretty big difference. Uh, carrying an eight-pound rifle all day long, and then the ammunition that goes with it is a significant difference. So that's mm -hmm. where you would have guys who are carrying mortars, machine guns, bazookas. Um, if possible, they would have M1 Carbines or something similar. So are you thinking the AT class uh, just needs Carbines and not an M1? <laughs> that's, that's why I've, I've complained about it, like the full autos like we've talked about on other episodes mm -hmm. of the show um i would love to see the carbine with the support class i'd love to see it with the uh, at class um the officer honestly i would rather get rid of the thompson and just have the carbine since that's more prevalent in a right. company of group or you know you'd have a company maybe the commanding officer out of 200 guys would actually have a thompson the squad mm. leaders would have carbines if they had access to them i didn't think so. thompsons were that uh, not prevalent uh, you were yeah, telling me no. before the show they're growing for like 20 grand nowadays and you know that just shows the show i guess there wasn't that many of them really in the war um yeah, that's crazy no, I, 
I can't remember what exact numbers are, but technically, if you go by field manual, TONEs, how it was supposed to be done, the company commander was the only one who would typically get a Thompson. And it was a lot like when we talked about the Springfield sniper rifles. If the company had any, they could allocate for a specific mission or operation or whatever, then they would get them to the guys who needed them. And mm -hmm. then they would turn them in, and then it would go back into, you know, having Garands, carbines, whatever. Yep. So that's that's what a lot of people don't realize about the war. And honestly, we have Hollywood to thank for that. So yeah. so, Johnny, before we before we get you out of here, you, you told one story last time uh, talking about for the carbine that actually didn't penetrate through some of the German uh, clothing, armor, you know, things of that nature. Uh, go ahead and re re retell that story, if you will. Yeah, basically, uh, some of the things that were issues with the M1 carbine is it just doesn't have the knockdown power. With the uh, with the cartridge, you can see it doesn't have the range. And with uh, German uniforms, and this not only happened uh, to the American soldiers, but also even tales of it happening on the Russian front, is that the German soldiers' uniforms during winter was about seven different uniforms that were combined on one another. Huh. You'd have under undershirt, you'd have the long johns, you'd have a sweater, you'd have their normal tunic. Layering over tunic, you would have the uh smock if they had a smock on prior. You know, I mean, basically, the military works in a bundling system, right? And so, when you have all those clothes on, there would be times where they'd notice that they would shoot at a guy with a weapon like a carbine, and the round would just get bunched up in the clothing. And I mean, wow. you can see why because it's such a rounded tip, it's supposed to expand once it hits soft tissue, whereas a Garand, a 30 odd six, that is supposed to punch straight through. So that's where you would have so many guys who would actually prefer the M1 Garand. And uh, bringing back to kind of Currahee, uh, uh, what was his name, Major uh, Dick Winters, he actually, when he jumped into Normandy, was issued a Thompson because he was a company XO at the time. But then he was able to get a hold of a Garand, and he actually preferred to use the Garand throughout the entirety of the war. Right. So Wow. No, Johnny, I, I appreciate you telling us. I mean, I think you see when you see it in perspective side by side, uh, mm -hmm. that, that shows a lot. Um, and I, I know getting that real life historical thing into the video game here, uh, it's enjoyed by all. So Johnny, thank you for coming on and we'll yeah, see you next time. Me, guys. Thanks yeah, Johnny. Absolutely. All right, Digi. So, uh, oh, boy, I always love having that guy come in, man. He's just amazing as far as the historical relevance. And again, Carbine used to be my favorite gun to use. I played engineer a ton and you could just plank them because the recoil wasn't existent and it'd be yeah. a one hit kill. So. Well, you understand I mean, after looking at those rounds, you understand why the recoil would be non-existent compared mm -hmm. to the, to the uh, grand, but, uh, mm -hmm. well, we don't have Mosca. Mosca's wrapped up in uh, another project, but mm -hmm. something we haven't done in a while is We're bringing the, it back, bringing it We're back, bringing it back. The hero of the week. We've got a good one for you guys today. It was alert Cress on, uh, June 13th posted up on Reddit a great video of him uh, defending the south side of Chapel up in a building on Utah, and he wiped out a whole squad by him's lonesome. I think he labeled it the Krauts really went into this building. So, the, yeah, the, the, basically, uh, just going to town with that great gunplay that you can have these moments. So let's, yeah. let's kick it off. Let's go ahead. And if I hit the button just right, bada bing, bada boom. And I, I love on this how he goes through and repositions multiple times. Mm -hmm. Jumps out the window here, comes in behind on him. 
gets a few and then goes, you know what? Let's go ahead and make this uh let's make this up close and personal. <laughs> the knives, very valuable and the uh shot selection in these situations yeah. like this. They play and that it, perfectly. One, two, misses that guy. I mean it's it's a full squad wipe, it's six. Doesn't expect yeah. him coming down, gets three there. I love, I'm like, there's just so much things to love here, especially as a player. Okay, this is a few. We've all been there. He finishes up, doesn't take the time to reload, goes, stabs a dead body, five and six. I, that, that right there. Yeah, I, I mean, I, this always happens to me, but I never seem to be recording when it does. So I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. Every other game, every other game, you get one thing like this. <laughs> every other game, and I'm not recording, but props to you, Alert Crest. You are the hero of the week. Congratulations. Watch out for the mobility. Um, and again, don't be in the same place twice when you fire around in these tight situations. Use the environment to your advantage. Again, like the guy, I think that MG was just like, where is he? And he's just firing wildly. Where, which way did he go? Back. Which way did he go? Exactly. And he came up so. with it. Done. Yeah. So no, great, great job. And if there's a z hero, we got to have a zero. Uh, yes. This one. Uh, and you know it, it, the feedback. The feed. There's there's always the feedback. Everybody's uh, trying to get the game better, trying to do stuff. But some of the feedback just lands flat on its face. Tries to make the game into what the, all the other games are like. And this one, uh, I think, was universally panned by the community. So it basically says, "Hey, there's a different way to do class progressions and loadouts. You know, only one person can play it at a time. Blah blah blah." And I really want to highlight the second section here. You yeah, can have a progression. Like, mm, <laughs> yeah, but. you can have a progression system that include uh, rewards experience by giving small buffs, like a five percent reduction in suppression effect, five reduction in weapon sway and recoil, and this could be done for both class and weapon progression. Okay, just no, just yeah, you know what? I, mean, I was gonna say, Key and Pill says it right. Are you out of your goddamn mind? Are you out of your goddamn mind? No, we do not need like perks and buffs and things. I don't like anything. That says because someone's got a thousand hours in game, they get a mechanical benefit or yeah. mechanism over someone that's been 10. If, you, if you're a good player, you should be able to win off of just like what showed earlier. He didn't need any of these 5% buffs. He was smart. He relocated. He used the weapons given to him. I just this is this is the zero. Don't get away from a true arcade feel where everything's the same every single time. We don't need to modify into that. It's just, it, yeah, like that just, that would scare new players away. It's like, oh, okay, I see. Yeah. yeah or, no, don't. And obviously on this show, we lean a little bit more to the competitive environment. You don't want a situation where like, oh, look, they're all level 200. So immediately we're at a disadvantage, let alone uh -huh. if it's town outskirts on St. Marie Dumont as uh, Germans. Thank God that situation will not happen again. <laughs> I, I see WTH in the uh, in the chat here. Um, we could have had you. We would have had you in the Winter Cup if this wasn't for that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, uh, but that's that's the show. Episode fourteen. Uh, just just one guest. It's been a while since we don't have like the pre pre show check in. I'm trying to herd cats and dogs uh, a little bit more yeah. intimate with just you and me, Digi. I like it. Yeah, I liked it. I like it. We were able to finish around the one hour and a half mark for Father's Day. So again, thank you for joining us on episode 14. Um, come play around with us. Uh, we're around most nights playing uh, just pub matches in the Hell at Loose training camp discord and put up a link uh, in later. But uh, yeah, most nights we're, we're just gaming. Come come chill with us and we'll have a good time, play good squads and uh, have some fun. But uh, yeah, you're closing uh, in, Sean. I think this was a good show. Yeah, oh. no, I, I like it. Uh, I was going to say a little administration. Our next show is going to fall on July 4th, so it'll probably be a, a pre-recorded show, no live chat. Uh, but trust me, 
uh, we're excited for this next show. It's, You're going to want to listen to that next. Listen one. to us wait. right now after you watch the last show and then come back and see how well we're doing at containing uh, what next show is going to be. Uh, 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 <laughs> so mom's the word. So mom's the word indeed. Uh, but uh, on, on the closing here, we got a little bit of a, a special bonus content. So last episode, we showed you kind of the, the team winner. It was a little bit longer video. There was two competitions. Uh, we actually got the winner to submit his here a little bit shorter. And honestly, I think this could be the next trailer for Hell yeah. Let Loose uh, coming out of Russia by Koju Son. Uh, here it is, uh, his award winning video. We're going to play this out. We'll catch you on the next episode of Hell. Let's talk. Look at this. What do you see? Fire, ground, smoke. Do you know what is this? 